0: Quick memo out to Oklahoma State fans. Karma sure is a bitch, ain't it? Enjoy the show.
1: Hey, welcome back to Wisdom of the Wannabes. You got Alan. And
0: Ryan. I
1: kind of popped the clutch there. <laughs> uh, but uh, in addition to the witty opening, let me just also point out to all the readers of Go Pokes Daily or whatever the Oklahoma State news- college newspaper is, no one is listening to you whining about this game, so <laughs> just go ahead and get over like it. Deman- uh, like
0: demanding that they uh, that they forfeited or overturn it. You know, Central Mission is going. Pfft.
1: Yeah. Right. The editorial board demanded it, and I was, you know, it's kind of like, look, you got to just move on. But you know, I think that you know we're we don't really need to recap everything that happened last week. You know, because a there were some really terrible games, but here's. Here-
0: Here's the one deal, let me just say, I don't know if you're moving on, but from Oklahoma State of, like... Oh, no, I figured we'd get back to
1: Oklahoma State. Oh, I'm State sorry. sorry. Yeah. So, you know, week one, the Big 12 takes it in the shorts with the upset of Houston, which, you know, right now, uh, it's at a commercial break. The last time I saw, I think it was 10 to 10. So, you had a top five program go down. And then last week... um and I can't think of any other upsets from week one. Uh, actually, no, I can. The Iowa State, who was never, you know, a heavyweight, but losing to, you know, uh, northern Iowa, a division whatever school, that's not good. Well,
0: that, that A&M game was technically an upset. I mean, right?
1: You
0: um, ranked, you know, there were like, what, 16 in the country, UCLA, and A&M was unranked?
1: Dude, they, UC, or A&M's not in the Big 12.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking just upsets in general.
1: I'm- no, no, no. Yeah. I was just talking about where we're going with as a conference. Mm. So we followed I that apologize. up into last week where you guys took care of business. And OU, you know, ride the ship and uh, took care of business. But then Tech managed to score 55 points and still lose by 13. And have a running back I had never heard of. High an NCAA record of eight touchdowns. <laughs> Fan freaking tastic. Uh, then you had, you know, Arkansas come in. I think you were on this one, um, you know, going into TCU and put up 41 points against this defense that we thought would carry TCU. And, you know, they lose in double overtime. Uh, the Horned Frogs do, to Arkansas. That was a
0: carbon and, copy of that uh, that Texas-Notre Dame overtime segue. Uh, um, but, yeah, that was crazy. That I mean, it was a good game. But, the, uh, I mean, it's – it's. Uh, I thought – like, I always – in a game like that, you never think the away team has the advantage going into overtime.
1: No, not at all. But, you know – and I will say that, uh, you know, that stadium can't get loud. It's small, but it can get loud. Yeah. It's, Um, you know, the thing here, and this is where I think we'll play a little part into getting to Oklahoma state is I guess in the fourth quarter, uh, Kenny Hill, you know, went into for a touchdown and then, you know, did something that the refs interpreted as a slashing of the throat and Patterson has come out and said, no, that's some sort of, you know, um, sign language deal for he is risen Dude. and and people actually on the radio are like i've watched it that's exactly what he was doing it was not a throat slash at all i haven't seen it personally have you uh,
0: i have not um but i know that after the first time he didn't get called for it and the coach said don't do that again they're going to call it and the second time is when he actually got called for the penalty
1: well I did not know that one, but I will tell you this. Uh, he's probably not going to do it a third time because that buried, you know, them kicking off the ball, spotted Arkansas, and that's what allowed Arkansas to come down to tie the game and go into overtime, I believe, are the facts. So now you've had TCU struggle in week one and lose in week two. Tex lost their biggest non-conference game. Iowa State gets drilled by Iowa, forty-two to three, uh, and then you know what we were talking about—the upset of upsets—is you know Central Michigan's Hail Mary times two against Oklahoma State on, you know, look. I mean, I, I swear I, I I did not know that you I didn't know that rule. No, uh, I didn't either. You know, and it doesn't make any sense. Honestly, that's a rule that should be rewritten. Is how can you commit a penalty and win you know the game? that just doesn't make sense to me
0: I think the um i i think yeah, I agree with you. I think what they did should have happened now obviously it's that's not even close to how it's written um like they it's almost like they just made it up and, and i don't want yeah. i don't want to discount the fact that yeah, that was a gap, and it was a unique situation in that. It's not like they missed a call, this or that, but it was just, well, the play never should have happened. And it's like, well, well I got an it- argument with somebody about this and it's like, yeah, but like you, I mean, I I, I think, I don't think you change the outcome of this game. But if you want to go back and say, hey, this is dumb or we're going to reprimand these officials or like, hey, you like you do that. But, you know, at some point you're going to open Pandora's box and.
1: Well, I mean, you can't go back. And I think that that rule, I think that rule that, Hey, you, we can't go back and review things. That one is right. What I don't think is right is the fact that an offense can, you know, throw the ball out of bounds, you know, and, and I think he was inside. It was intentional grounding. Oh, It
0: was a hundred percent intentional grounding. It's exactly and, what he did. The,
1: um, uh, that makes no sense. That you can't call a penalty on that when it's a you know offensive play. Even if timer expires, the defense should still get the ball. Well, that you know that's what I'm especially arguing. In that especially yeah. in that situation. Especially
0: that I agree with you. So two things. Yes, the refs. That, that was a that was a big mess up. But two main things for Oklahoma State. First off, you never should have been in that situation to begin with. Yes. Um, and number two, is that really? the play that you're going to call, like like, like you're running out the clock here, you're pinning them down in this end of the field, and you're really going to do that? Like that's the play you call? Like that's stupid.
1: I don't know if – you know, I guess Central Michigan must have had a timeout, but I would still imagine that if you run the ball, you're going to eat up as much time as that. And, uh, you know, by the time they get over, they're going to be further back. And as you could see, that kid didn't have an arm to do it. Right. Now, I am going to say that, you know, for Central Michigan, kudos to them, you know, because they always seem to be ma- I think I want to say that they're always in the top of the Mac. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, your reward for winning that is to go and play in Detroit for the Papa com Bowl every year. Way to go. So this is almost as. I mean, this is the biggest game they'll have all year, I guarantee you. And the execution on that play was just outstanding. I was going to say, that's
0: the second thing. Is like It's one thing I think Oklahoma State completely gaffed at. Um, but another thing, too, like, hey, there are no circumstances by which you should ever give up a play like that. No. That should never I happen. Mean, Especially, that, I mean, it's not like they're playing, you know, like Oklahoma or Florida State, you know? They're playing Central Michigan. And, and there's nothing against Central Michigan, but – the athletes that Oklahoma State has are far superior. Uh,
1: well, and to what we were talking about earlier, it's, you know, they had 17 kids coming back. Mm-hmm. This was supposed to be the dark horse that was going to really take it over. And, you know, the door was wide open in conference after week one. And then now it's like, hell, we're all looking at Bevo's butt right now, chasing after him. I
0: can't wait to see what. <laughs> I don't know who Oklahoma State plays this weekend, but if it's another, like, I don't think they're going into conference play yet. I mean, if it's another Uh, – They should
1: be – they should have one more game. Uh,
0: They might might go out there and, like, win 90 to nothing.
1: Um, Ryan, they are playing Pittsburgh, who just beat Penn State in one hell of a game. Yeah, that's a tougher – But I think they're hosting Pittsburgh. So, uh, again, this could be something that, you know, I guarantee you, there's a lot of extracurricular all practice long. But uh, the other one, you know, uh, we almost – I thought we were going to have another upset because if you, for some reason, tuned into the SMU Baylor game, you know, that was six, six at half. And I want to say that SMU actually was up 13 to six until SMU lost their quarterback and then Baylor turned it on and dropped, you know, 34 points on them. But it was a battle up until then. So, you know, that was great. I mean, but that would have been, you know, so the whole point of this is the Big 12, I think, depending on you know what you guys do this weekend and obviously Oklahoma against Ohio State, uh, which we can get to a little bit later, I think we're on the verge of basically putting ourselves to as a conference out of cfp consideration yeah
0: maybe so i mean there's you know you it's it's hard to it's hard to be definitive about anything after two weeks but yes things look a little bit shaky you know oklahoma losing to houston i mean that's a good team oklahoma might have the hardest schedule i don't know where it ranks but it's got to be like
1: Well, that non-conference is ridiculous. Yeah, top top three
0: toughest schedules anybody's going to play, and the the one thing I do like about the system is that, and we'll we'll learn a lot about Oklahoma. I don't want to jump ahead, but just keeping in mind that hey, these guys lost to a good team on the road, um, and they, you know, it's no shame that they lost that game, um, but I, I, they can still go and run the table. But I just, you know, I. I think that the, the, the committee will look at that, you know, let's say they, they go, you know, finish 10 and two, um, you know, and they lose one conference game, but they win the conference. And, you know, you look at that schedule, I think a committee might be, you know, that's what I like about having a committee is I think that will be taken into consideration with all of that said, this is all just trying to look in the crystal ball. Yeah. It looks shaky. This is a big, this is a big weekend. Uh, Texas getting a road test, you know, granted not playing a great Cal team, but Oklahoma obviously playing Ohio state uh i'm i'm i'll as a conference guy i'm i'm worried that ohio state's going to really put it to oklahoma
1: i that's a big am concern worried as well uh, you know let's well let's hop into the schedule and we'll get to it uh pretty quickly so friday night Baylor goes into rice and uh you know oh by the way congratulations on also ut covering that 28 and a half points last week or 29 that was I, I did not expect that. I did that, not expect I that.
0: <laughs> I, I didn't even expect anything close to that.
1: That was a pretty impressive win that I don't want to skip over, but it was against UTEP. Anyways, Baylor going to Rice. Uh, they'll light Rice up. Um, I have no doubt. You've got Louisiana Tech coming to or coming to Texas Tech on Cotton Appreciation Day, mind you. Uh, I'm
0: sorry, um, let's back that up. On what Appreciation Day? Cotton
1: okay. Appreciation Day. That's where we have all the tractors and combines and all the fun stuff, um, you know, to celebrate for all the farmers who somehow, you know, make it through still growing cotton these days, even though I think it's really about like eight multinational companies (laughs) and then like two other farmers. Um, you know, I'll say this is, uh, the good news for tech is looking at whatever Louisiana tech has done so far this year, they don't have a rushing game. So, it is going to be a, uh, gonna be a another well. It's going to be a four-hour, you know, game just because I think Louisiana Tech runs that spread offense as well. Tech's favored by ten and a half. I'd love to get down on them, but I can, you know, I I would definitely see them winning by, you know, two touchdowns. So I think they will cover the ten and a half. I
0: would agree with that. I think they're going to come in more. um I think they're going to come in more focused. I mean, I didn't get to see any of the tech game, um, but I uh, I got to watch all of it. Damn it! Yeah, I, I, it was, I you know I was following it until I went to sleep. I was following it, but the uh, <clears throat> yeah, I, I think they're going to put it to Louisiana Tech. I think this is a three touchdown. I think this is a minimum of a three touchdown win. Uh, I think they're going to put it together a little bit. You know, obviously, it's easier to put it together when you're playing a team like Louisiana Tech. Who will still challenge them. I mean, shit, everybody will. Everybody's
1: but, gonna challenge them. I mean, yeah,
0: you, you said it earlier, like to to put up fifty five and like six hundred yards of offense uh, and
1: still lose by, and lose that's by thirteen. That's a unique talent. That
0: is really something else. Uh, that's like a college basketball game, a bad college basketball game. But um, that's redundant. Um, but, yeah, I, I think they're going to put it to Louisiana Tech. I, I think they're going to slowly start putting it together. I do think they're in trouble. Like, they, they're going to need to shore that up, and I think they will. But um, if they don't, uh, it's going to be a very disappointing conference season for them.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, this is, again, I put it out there in our, you know, the written piece of nuggets of wisdom that this is obviously a systemic problem that we have. It's not, you know, You've gone through a ton of coaches, you've gotten a bunch of players, there's just something wrong there. And I, I need to go back and take a look at what we gave up when we had you know, Tuberville there, because Tuberville certainly didn't want to run that type of offense. And you know, did Tubbs actually have a defense of any substance? Probably not, because I don't remember anybody commenting. Gee, y'all have had a great defensive year. No, but but, uh, but you have better yeah.
0: ones, you know, than others, obviously.
1: Oh I, yeah, I agree. But this is just Well, how long is Keith? Yeah, you know, we were 100. We we're this is his fourth year. Okay. And uh, you know, last year we we brought Gibbs in uh, as defensive coordinator, and we finished 125th. Out of 127 teams, so we can only go one direction, I believe. Uh, you know, luckily for us, I think the next game that we have after this is Kansas. So, um, you know, this is two buys before we go up to Manhattan and take on Kansas State, which again we should beat, from what I can tell. Beat but... Kansas
0: State, but that's you know, you and I both know that's that's asking a lot of anybody. Like that's a tough. Nobody wants to go play that game in no. Manhattan. Nobody. Absolutely. Um, I think the uh, I, I think you're right. The favor, uh, the schedule certainly works in their favor, allows them to do that. Man, I don't know what it is about. Um, you know, I, I know if I remember correctly, they've you know gone through quite a few D coordinators in the last few years. Yep, so, uh, seven coordinators in eight years. Okay, so well, so that that's the problem. Um, you know, I think that that's and you said it, a systemic problem is like that. You you can't expect if you're like a major football team or a a business of any kind that if you're changing like that role, that leadership role that many times, like, well, what what do you expect is going to happen?
1: Yeah, no, I I think you're right. And I think we just keep uh, missing, you know, on our recruiting, which is, holy cow, you should have seen this play Cincinnati just ran. It was like a double, you know reverse toss back to the quarterback bomb for 30 yards. But anyway, everybody
0: can hear that. Uh, everybody can hear yeah. you
1: uh, tech. Well, it, it was amazing. Uh, yeah. I, I want to see, you know, a- an improvement somehow. If this is the second year, well, let's see it, you know, and you know, last week only giving up 138 yards, but st- I don't know how the kid got 138 yards and got eight touchdowns. So just, drives me nuts uh but oh well <laughs> we'll move on to your game which is a, a late kick uh so you get to have the punishment i had last week of horns going to cow you guys are favored by seven i will tell you this much i watched the first cow game because it's the only thing on i don't think they're really good i didn't think they were good last year you guys seem to be on fire right now. My only concern at all is this is, you know, the first road trip. But the offense seems to be hitting on all cylinders and the defense seems to be, you know, doing enough stout. Yeah. They're, they're,
0: they're they're doing enough. You know, they, they held that UTEP running back in check. Who's a good player. They, you know, UTEP was playing with their backup quarterback. Let's, let's be honest. Um, But yeah, the, the defensive secondary is really good. The linebackers, you know if this group of linebackers is together they're able to be together for two more years after this year and if they stay together for even next year i mean i I think that group is like you're talking to you know back in i don't know old school penn state days or something like the best linebacker
1: would you call it a wrecking crew type uh no Uh,
0: (laughs) no, i would not but but they had the potential to do that they're pretty thin on the defensive line um very thin on the defensive line, you know, the offense and defensive line, both were one injury away from, okay, it's going to get interesting. But again, the way that we run this offense with the packages that we've got, it's designed to sort of mask that, which is really great. Um, yeah, th- th- it was a good game against UTEP. It was kind of, I-, I don't know if you watched the whole thing, but it was.
1: Oh, I, I, I watched a lot of it. it and, you know, you should, just looked you know fantastic it was
0: sloppy at times. I'm going to be honest, it was sloppy. it was kind of like rough and slow. They had a lot of penalties. that's a big issue. I'm going to get back to the penalties. that's a very big issue, but it also keep in mind that they there are four starting offensive linemen that didn't play. certainly didn't start, and I don't think any of them played. Uh, it was the Chris Warren show all day long. Um, you know, defensive linemen that were out, so it wasn't as sharp, but yeah, you can still not look as sharp and you still cover a spread. Um, so I, yeah, they look really good. I don't want to take anything away from that. Michelle, my God, the touch he puts on those long balls and those out, like such a pretty throw. Um, I think what you're going to see with Cal, I think Cal lost its top six. Tacklers. They lost the time Top six tacklers on the defense are all gone, all graduated, like the, you know, top six players over half their defense, uh, that made all the tackles. They're gone. I think they've given up like 620 yards in rushing in two games, um, I think you're going to see a whole lot of uh, Foreman and a whole lot of Tyrone swoops in this game. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of that. I'm not to say they're going to like quote unquote protect Buschel. I think you're going to see plenty of Buschel. He's going to start, they're going to throw the ball, but I think they're going to, I think they're going to ride the run as long as they can. I agree. I was, you're right. It is a road test for Buschel. It is, you know, I don't want to call it a hostile environment there and, you know, it, I it, guarantee you, it's about the furthest thing from yeah, hostile environments so you can get on the in road. Berkeley, so um, they're all studying. They may be
1: protesting, you know, like Greenpeace, you know, doing some Greenpeace rally. They are not going to be loud for UT. It
0: is a Saturday night at 7:30 their time, you know, so it, th- there'll probably be a lot more people there than might normally be under a different game, but just because it's a big TV game and Texas is coming to town. So
1: depends on how big the uh, drum circle yeah, is. Yeah,
0: and the- Bouchelle has never experienced an away game, you know. Period. So it's 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 a good test for that. I think they'll be tested. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they respond to that. But I think that this team has the ability to be very special this year, and I'm I you know cautiously optimistic because injuries concern me. Um, but as far as a quarterback goes, man, this kid.
1: Yeah, you've got something, yeah. and and that also you know. Especially the way he's playing, and knowing how kids are these days, I'm starting to wonder, you know, if uh, the kid at UT does he keep, you know, his commitment? Westlake, you mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry, Westlake. Ellinger. Because yeah, because you know, you can see Bouchelle's gonna start obviously for the rest of this year and next year, you know, and Ellinger's great quarterback. I would assume that he, you know, if this was 20 years ago, I'd assume it wouldn't be a problem. He'd go, he'd red shirt, you know, then he'd sit behind him his sophomore year and he'd come in, but you know, nowadays somebody's going to be after him going, look, you know, we don't have anybody starting next year and you're going to have to red shirt or sit, you know. So what do you want to do? I'll be uh, I'm just kind of curious if that develops in the Yeah,
0: I I think it's a valid question. I everything that I've read and I I don't have any idea. Cedar's probably knows. Everything I've read <laughs> is that um this kid's like a 130,000% committed to Texas, but it's a valid question because if it comes up, I mean, in reality you could look at it and say You've got, you know, they had Kai Loxley, that guy, um, who I actually was kind of pinning on being the guy this year. But now he, like Gerard Hurd, is is looking to, to move to receiver and get some time there. But Merrick is, they say, doing well. Yeah, I mean, you could redshirt him next year, you know, when he comes in his freshman year. He's also enrolling in January, by the way. Um, oh, he's brilliant. Really- yeah, the uh, redshirt his first year, um, you know, and if – God forbid, you know, something happens to Bushell and then Merrick's there and there's nobody else there, then, you know, you might have to pull the red shirt or at least get ready to. But I I, I think it could work out in his favor. I think him red shirting is great, but it's also, I've heard people say, is he's much bigger than Bushell. Like he's a bigger dude. um, And they're saying, like, guy, you get this guy in January, you get him in the offseason to bulk up. It's like you can carry that 18 wheeler package as good as he is running. Uh, ah
1: yeah I didn't I didn't think about that like this right now
0: he's like 6'1 205 which you know that's that's a pretty good size. I mean not height wise but that's a pretty solid guy for a high school senior
1: once you put him into a college program which is always
0: clean Uh, right a major college you know program when especially when you can enroll in January and start working out just where he would be by the start of the next season which he's going to redshirt anyway like that's a big deal
1: no, I'll be curious to see what happens. But I think, I, I think you know, the last thing you want to do, and this is where, you know, I think it'll be interesting because I think Strong will man- manage this a lot better than Mac did. Because you remember how Mac seemed to have issues of committing to people and, you know, basically turning the uh, Sims Apple. We could
0: have had a, like a whole another year of Apple White era had yep. had he not been doing that shit.
1: Yep. Uh, moving on to the other powerhouse game here, uh, Kansas at Memphis. By the, way, uh,
0: by the way, I will say, just to the cover to talk about the line on the Texas, I, I think they will cover the spread. Uh,
1: like, I don't think Vegas knows anything. I, I think Vegas is still trying to figure out if Texas is real or not. Right.
0: Well, that's valid. Because
1: right now, I think this t- this line, for what you guys have done for the past two weeks, just does not feel right to me. But what Cal it hasn't feels- done. Yeah. And it feels very, very low. So again, you and I, you know, visit the nice hotels that our money, you know, has built in Vegas for a reason, but it just seems like right now this may be a line that's got some value to it. As they say, I think, Uh,
0: I I think I would, I mean, the more I think about it as you're talking, I'm like, I I would probably go like, you know what? I'm putting everything on this game this weekend. If I'm (laughs) allocating like that, that's what it feels like. But of course, every time you doubt Vegas, you end up losing your ass. Yep,
1: I agree. All right, Kansas at Memphis. If this was basketball, we could talk about it. I really don't want to. Yeah. Okay, uh, Iowa State at TCU. We got to talk about this just because uh, TCU is going to be out for blood. Um, Iowa State's zero and two. TCU favored by twenty four and a half. I think that's a little high for what I've seen from this defense and from this offense, but uh, Iowa State's look terrible
0: too. Yeah, so maybe that's is, right. Is this a first year coach at Iowa State? Yes. Yeah, I think yes. it, that's right. So they, um, who they have? Like Todd Graham before him? Uh, no, they had, oh, hell, I can't remember. Anyway, the. Yeah, I think probably so. You know, again, much like the Oklahoma game, which we'll get to, this is going to be a very telling game for TCU. I would agree with you. I would, I would bank that TCU is going to come out and, you know, throttle these guys. But, you know, as we all know, teams like Iowa State, and I say this knowing there's a pretty large chasm between Kansas and Iowa State, but teams like Iowa State will typically find a way to win a game they shouldn't. I remember them knocking off Oklahoma State. Um, yep. A couple of years ago, a few years, ago, maybe five years ago now, but whenever that was a big upset that knocked them out of contention. Um, so I'm not saying they're going to go in and win. I'm just saying that co- a coach always has a team like that, like one game that you can, if you can coach these kids up and then one game and, and you know, get them to play at their best and play that one, you know, best game. And, you know, it, that could happen. I think a TCU will throttle them. But my point is if they don't, then I'm going to be a little bit more concerned about TCU. Arkansas is not a bad team.
1: Here's my deal is after, you know, losing to Arkansas the way they did, there's no chance of a letdown this week. Uh, and so that's where I think they come out for blood. I think where TCU will get challenged again, depending on the health of SMU's quarterback is the following week, oh. you know, because that's, uh, what is it, the iron skillet or something like that <laughs> that they play for. I don't um, even know. You, I don't either. Uh, But, you know, that's one where I could see TCU being surprised, but not this week. Yeah, probably not.
0: Probably not. Uh,
1: Next one is Florida Atlantic at Kansas State. Uh, We haven't seen Kansas State since week one. Uh, You know, I I think. What's the line line on this? You got that in front of you? ASU minus 25. Ah,
0: okay. That's a lot. I'd take that. I would think I would take that bet. (laughs) All right.
1: Uh, I'm, not, I'm not touching this one. I don't know enough about either program, except for I'm fairly certain Florida Atlantic is not good. Uh, K-State. I promise you they're you know, faster. God, is, is this uh, – K-State opened pretty hard against Stanford, Kansas. right? Yeah. Okay. So, no, I can, I can see that line now. I can talk myself into
0: making that bet. I think Florida it's Atlantic like, is going to bring in like 25 guys who the slowest one is faster than everybody on Kansas State's team. And that will be enough to not lose by 25.
1: All right. All right. Then we got Pittsburgh, 2-0, coming off a huge win, going to Oklahoma State. Just got kind of screwed. Uh, Oklahoma State by four and a half.
0: Uh I'd probably take Oklahoma State there in the points. I, uh,
1: I don't – I think that they have to have better talent than they've got. And I think one thing that's been drilled – into their head all week as we play for 60 minutes, you know, no let up. And, uh, I'd agree with you here. I just think, you know, I'm going to be big 12 biased. I think Oklahoma state players are going to be better across the board than Pittsburgh players, especially considering who they're all bringing back. I
0: think they are. I think it'll be interesting because, um, Oklahoma state has really become a, um, you know, I hate to use the word finesse, but, uh, a, you know, a, a identity similar to tech, um like fast go you know like hurry up go and move fast uh they typically defensively swarm to the ball just very fast play pace of play um you know but i think pittsburgh's probably a little bit more of a physical team so that'll be interesting to see if pittsburgh how they come in from a physical physical standpoint you know if they start pushing these guys around is that like keep it close? you know you don't want pittsburgh hanging around you know within six points you know with frequency. i don't think
1: oklahoma state wants anybody hanging around these days no, no. And, if, and if they're
0: within a touchdown or less you know in the you know bottom quarter of the third period then you know that then, then then it might be a little but but tight in time but i i'm with you i believe that oklahoma state will come out pure, very motivated and and put on a show
1: all right, here's the big dog, the 6:30 game. Number three, Ohio State coming to, uh, you know, Oklahoma. Number 14, OSU is favored by one and a half here. Ooh. I mean, that's, you know, I I actually think, all right, it's not then actual. I mean, I think you'd agree with it too, that, you know, the NFL, they always say home field's worth three points. Well, the NFL stadiums are so, you know, I don't know, quiet, I would say, you know, not really that bad, uh, you know, an environment, and not as intimate, so,
0: not as intimate as most college arenas.
1: Well, you know, I, I've never been up to whatever Memorial stadium in Norman, but uh, I can imagine it's going to be loud. It's going to be hectic. Um, you know, at some point in time, you just have to think that this team offensively gets everything together. Um you know, and well, I guess they did last week, So I, you know, against whatever directional Louisiana school they played against. Um, Ohio State's still really young, but boy, they, they've given me no reason to doubt them so far. Just, you know, they've put up, you know, 48 points last week and then 77 the week before. So, you know, they're firing and they've only given up 13 points. Jesus. Um, I think this is going to be a tough, tough game for OU.
0: I, I mean, I, you know, I don't know who, like from a rooting perspective, I rarely root for Oklahoma. Um, you know, and, and I don't really, I'm not really rooting for anyone in this game. I guess I kind of would like to.
1: Hey, for the conference, we need, you know, the OU to win, but I know that that would be a... Major challenge for you. Yeah,
0: well, and if they, you know, if if they lose by, you know, as Vegas says, one and a half points, um, then I think that there's no shame in that. I mean, that's you're playing a really great team. My concern is them losing by 17 plus points, uh, which I think is a real possibility. Um, but I'm hoping that you know, like you said, they put it together against Louisiana Monroe. But most teams would, um, you know, Urban Meyer is a really 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 good coach and he's really good at getting his players up for big games um yep. very good and, at it and, and
1: stoops is not no nah,
0: he's not and um you know i i think it, there's a part i mean he's a human being if i mean there's a part of him that's probably like there, there's a little some doubt or desperation for like a better term creeping in after that houston loss like you know if you lose this then you could still win the conference, but you're, you're banking on a lot of people losing to get into the playoff. Yeah. Um, so I, in that sense, I, I you know, he's got to, He's not thinking about the further beyond this one game, but if I'm picking a winner here, I, man, I call it my, I just have more faith in urban Meyer in a game like this. I, I would pick Ohio state and I'd pick him to cover the spread.
1: I'll go with you there too. Uh, I want OU to win. I'll be cheering for them, but just to the – we've seen the big games. Now, granted, you know, it was just two years ago we had the the picture of, of all things, you know, Urban Meyer sitting in the golf cart eating Papa John's after they got, you know, beat by, I guess it was Michigan State in the uh, – or maybe it was Wisconsin. I guess it couldn't be Michigan State in the Big Ten Championship game. So, I mean, he's not infallible, but, you know, Stoops has got – you know, this big game Bob deal went out the window about five years ago.
0: Well, the, um, I think also the, yeah, so did like Mr. February, Max. You know, the, um, <laughs> I didn't, was Stoops a D coordinator at Florida when Urban Meyer was there or when Spurrier was there? Or, God,
1: I want to, say, it had to be during Spurrier's yeah, term that's what because, like, about the Stoops same age. Came, yeah, Stoops came in here in 1999 yeah, or 2000. Yeah, that's,
0: okay, that's what I thought. So, um, so yeah. Anyway, I, I I was thinking about that, and, but the but I, I'm just I'm gonna give the edge to uh, to not Spurrier, Jesus. I'm gonna give the edge to uh, um, Urban Meyer here, and I think they're gonna go in there, and I think they're gonna win by you know a touchdown, maybe more.
1: Okay. Moving on to now that we've wrapped up the Big Twelve, the top twenty five games. Um, we have got uh, eleven o'clock kickoff, a pretty good one, even though well, it's only good because. Clemson has been hanging on by the, you know, by the skin of their teeth. No doubt. So, oh, actually, well, let me rephrase this. I saw South Carolina at Clemson, then I saw South Carolina State. So, never mind. This is a cakewalk for them. Damn it. Um, Then, and I didn't, this is a game that I didn't even know was a matchup of top 10 teams until, you know, ESPN. Louisville? Yes, Florida State at Louisville. Yeah, that's a big game. That's, that's huge. Florida State's favored by one and a half. Um, from what I've seen, you know, obviously I've seen more Florida State than I have of Louisville. Um, I think this could be a very close game, you know, which is staying the obvious when you see this line. Uh, I, I think it'll be tight. I, hate,
0: I mean, I, I, think I hate be Bobby a Petrino.
1: I really don't like Petrino at all. Not to say that I like, you know, Jimbo Fisher either. Uh, I think Florida State just, you know, Let's just go ahead and say that historically they've had much, much better talent than Louisville has had. Uh, this year is probably different. Um, obviously, of well, you know, where they're ranked, but I, unless somebody's been injured and I don't know about it, um, I, I really like you know what Florida State's bringing to the table. Well,
0: I'll tell you this: just in the short term, short past, if you go back the last two years. I would venture to bet cash money that as many, if not more, Louisville players went in the draft than Florida State players. Um, no, I'm not going to argue that. But, one because I that say, would mean I, I'd have to do research. I think that I don't like either coach either. I'm with you on that. I'm not really rooting for anyone here. I, uh, you know, I, I, I think the, um, I think Florida State will probably win. I think they're probably a little bit better. I think Louisville will. You know, certainly make it a ball game. What would you say the line was? One and a half. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say like a field goal, like kicking a field goal at the end kind of thing.
1: Here's the deal that I, I think that, you know, maybe we're not taking a look at is, yeah, they're good. Uh, you, know, They're coming up, but Louisville has played nobody yet. They played the University or Char- Charleston University, and then they played Syracuse. You know, Syracuse is a dumpster fire. Yeah. Florida State opened with Ole Miss, and you know they didn't drum them, but they did beat them. So uh, you know, you're, it's I, I, I'm going to lean on uh, Florida
0: State. Here. Yeah, I, I will, and and it, you know, it's a, it, it's a good point, but I don't think it's everything. I think at the end of the day, your talent level is your talent level, and uh, you know, especially if you've got older classmen, upperclassmen, uh, and, and I don't know what that ratio is, but it I, 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 there are upperclassmen on both teams. Um, I um, I still think Florida State's going to get the edge here. Um, like I said, they're going to cover the spread, but I don't think they're going to blow them away. I, again, I would say, like, I can see this going to a field goal at the end or, like, you know, going in for a touchdown as time expires to win the game kind of thing.
1: I can see that as well. Um, all right. There really is uh... – I mean, you're starting to look through these deals, uh, Ohio, you know, coming off that massive win at Kansas going to Tennessee, North Dakota state going to Iowa. Now North Dakota state is not a pushover. I think they just took somebody, um, last week pretty hard, but that could have been another division two program for all I know. Um, then you got Georgia state going to Wisconsin, Miami, Appalachia State, and then, fi- you know, another good game, 230, Alabama at Ole Miss. Uh, You know, I saw this that, yeah, this reminds me somewhat of uh, Tech and uh and you know, the rivalry that we had towards the end of their run in the Big 12, yeah. that we were actually kicking their butts, but A&M never considered us a rival. Nope, but we were dying for it. And Ole Miss apparently wants to be a Bama's rival, and they're like, uh come back when you're you've won you know, like five national titles
0: well they have beaten in the last two years let's let's right. not discount that uh but i think they, and their quarterback's they, are damn good too yeah they, yes he is i think though that they um i think alabama's gonna win i'm gonna say alabama by 21 points three touchdowns
1: Vegas hasn't by 11, I'll give them 14 because, as I said last week, I'm not hopping off this Bama train until they make me. Yeah. Uh, it just, this Ole
0: Miss thing. Dan, I'm going to, like, the next few years we have these conversations, it'll be a little bit different. But, like, right now it's like, you know, I'm not going to call them flukes because they won. They flat out beat them, but uh, yep. not this time.
1: Uh, I I can't believe I'm seeing this, but it's a 2-0 and Colorado team goes to Ann Arbor. Uh, now, they drilled – Colorado State, and then they drilled Idaho state, but they they have not gotten anywhere near the competition yeah, let's that just stop Michigan is going to do <laughs> all right all right all right hey I, well, I think this, the schedule's not that great I think but this is another, it's
0: Michigan by nineteen and a half I think this is like another you know forty two to nine kind of game
1: uh okay, next one is at the same time uh Oregon traveling to Nebraska
0: so a, what a weird game that is, huh well, I, is didn't they play last year? Well, and, they you know, did. Yeah, that's, I think Oregon beat them on a last – Yeah, it was one of those you they, know, heartbreakers like th- that they had. Yeah, they lost like three games like that. Um, You know,
1: you'd <laughs> yeah, I think – actually, no, they didn't play them. I'm looking at their record. Um, But uh, I thought they did. But anyways, or maybe that was in a bowl game. No, that was UCLA. Well, I'll say this. Is this Oregon team still looks like it's trying to find its way – uh, again, Lincoln is not. Uh, I don't think it's ever going to be like it was in the '90s, but it's you know
0: loyal, going to be a. I, I, I'm
1: going. Do I? Those what? are
0: loyal fans, man. Oh yeah.
1: I mean, what else are you going to do exactly. in Nebraska? So uh it's Nebraska by three. I I can see that. You know, and I, I'll say that that kind of. It's right where I think they'll be. I'd take a push on that one.
0: Yeah, I have no idea what to expect from either one of these teams. Um, I could see Oregon beating them by twenty-five, or I could see like Nebraska beating them by three. But I don't, I don't see Nebraska really beating their ass. Um, you know, I would just to make it interesting, I would take Oregon.
1: All right, uh, Aggies going to Auburn. Auburn favored by three and a half.
0: I don't like that line at all.
1: I don't either. I, I, you know, I. I'd can't probably favor the Aggies. I think I would. I'd take the Aggies.
0: I would favor the Aggies in this game too. Much yeah, as me too. I, it. The yeah. um, well, we're going to learn a lot about A and M because I think they they played really well against. I mean, preview, whatever. They played really well against uh, UCLA, well enough to win. Um, you know, they kind of shit the bed there in the last uh, part of regulation. Yeah. Uh, but. Was ugly. Well, but I think you know UCLA also came alive. Man, you see, they got a lot of gifts, and and I, I'm not, I don't, I'm not saying that to dog the Aggies because they were in the positions to make the plays, but man, there was a couple times when those UCLA receivers were 1,000 percent responsible for the interception, um, yep. and that was a big because I think if I remember, and I didn't see it, but I went back and saw a lot of it afterwards. The um, they could have like they were driving down to go in the end zone at the end of the game UCLA to win it, and there was. Yeah. turnover to end the game so i my, my point is is you know a&m did what they had to do they played a good game there they won against a pretty good team i want to see how they do against a running uh offense uh because that was their achilles heel last year
1: yep uh i i think it's going to be interesting is just whoever whichever coach loses eh, i don't want to be him the next day because you know the the seat's gonna just you know for Sumlin, I think he's he's okay right now, but you know how quickly that can yeah, turn. Let me tell you and Malzahn is already facing uphill battle. He is,
0: I, and and let me just say, Sumlin uh, after this game they play Arkansas, who two or three years straight, I think it's just two years straight, it's been like the Aggies have pulled it out at the end. You know, Arkansas is like you know stepped on their you know what, and and you know the Aggies have pulled it out. So those are two tough back to back games, and then thinking. You know, you still have All Miss, you still have Alabama, you still have LSU, and probably Tennessee or, you know. Mississippi State. Mississippi State. So, anyway, yeah, you're right. that This could get – I think that you're right on that, right on that, because someone will absolutely feel a little bit of heat and start feeling a little – I have to beat Arkansas.
1: Yep. Uh, speaking of the I've got to win this game, Mississippi State goes on the road to LSU. Oh. I, you know L- – I guess last week they flipped quarterbacks, and, you know, um, I don't remember who they are playing last week. Oh, because it was like – I don't even know what the acronym stands for. JVST, so something – Jacksonville State, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but they, you know, whatever quarterback they – that uh, threw the pick, Harris, got replaced Um, by – some kid named Danny Eatling was your, I don't know if Eatling, Eatling, whatever. Um, uh, he had a better, you know, quarterback performance than, uh, well, that, Harris did, well, that was, but that's like, not saying much. Too,
0: wasn't it? I mean, that was like a really tight game and then they like pulled away at the end. It's,
1: it was 34, 13. So it certainly wasn't, you know, uh, you know, it wasn't what they had in mind when they scheduled that paycheck game. I can tell you that. Well,
0: I, but I think it was like in the third quarter. I think it was like tied or something close to that. So, yeah, they, they, LSU, yeah, you, you really need to win this game because if Les Miles loses this game, I think there's a real chance that uh, he's gone before the end of the year.
1: Yep. Uh, I, again, this is kind of the can he make it to the Bama game? Right. Um, and I just, don't think he does all right next game we don't need to talk about north texas is going to get its ass whipped by florida probably uh the six thirty game on NBC is a big one michigan state going to notre dame notre dame favored by eight whoa uh i think that's very very high for notre dame whoa
0: oh, um, that's a lot yeah
1: and you know again i god you know Michigan State opened up against Fur- Furum, Furman yeah. whatever yeah. 28 to 13 so i can see that you're unimpressed with that performance but again now you've had a game underneath their belt they've had plenty of time to you know adjust and get ready for real football i in this i think this series for the past you know decade has been pretty close i want to say or competitive games um I would actually take Michigan State here for the outright win.
0: Um, Yeah, you know, it's hard. I haven't seen Michigan State always. They always, I mean, he's, he's, they're very similar teams. I think both coaches, D'Antonio's been, I think they're longer than, than Brian Kelly has been in Notre yes, Dame. Yes, but they've, yes. but they've got their, you know, they, they've
1: got they have their one system. loss a year type deal. Yeah. They're,
0: they're reloading, you know, at this point. You know, you, they've got their system down. Yeah. I mean, Michigan State's always such a tough team. Um, you know, I, obviously, Notre Dame looked – I mean, I saw them in person. They looked really good against Texas. You know, I think literally yeah. had, they, had they played the Kaiser kid the whole game, you know, the outcome might have been different. Um, but I, I think they're a really good team. Um, they played really well. I don't – man. All right, I, think, I won't take
1: Michigan. I, You've talked me out of it. I'm going to take Michigan to cover.
0: Yeah, I'm going to take Michigan State to cover as well. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying Notre Dame's not going to win. I just don't see any scenario where they win by eight.
1: Yeah, um, that is, well, okay, so Texas State at Arkansas, don't care. Georgia going to Missouri. Um, I think Missouri's just, you know, hurting right yeah, now. So. Georgia
0: should win that game.
1: They're so. favored by six and a half. I think they cover that. Yeah. We already hit o- Ohio State at Oklahoma. Portland State at Washington, don't care. USC at Stanford. Um, USC certainly is not what we thought they were going to be. But, um, I mean, this is Stanford by eight. I wasn't impressed with Stanford against Kansas State two weeks ago. Um, and that's the only game that they've played. And, um, you know, I'll say this much. is I think Stanford is probably a better team overall. Yeah,
0: I would take Stanford. Uh, I would probably take USC to cover. Is it at Stanford?
1: It is at Stanford. Uh. So, uh, eight and a half, you know. I don't know. I think USC's got the talent to make, to keep it competitive. Uh, So I'll take USC to cover uh, Stanford to win.
0: Yeah. um, You know what? I'm taking Stanford to cover as well. All right. Uh, You
1: want to touch NFL?
0: Uh, Since we didn't do it last week or. uh, Yeah. Well, let's let, you know, let's talk about the Texas, the Texas teams. All right. So, the uh, Cowboys,
1: uh, <laughs> let's just say they uh, let it get away from them. I thought Dak had a pretty good game, yep. uh, considering what you know, where he was coming from. I love it. I absolutely love it that Jerry's own goddamn stadium possibly cost him three completions, two to Witten and one to Dez, because a freaking glass. End zone that faces the setting sun is not a way that you build a domed stadium, you jackass. He'll probably
0: be fixing that shit. Or yeah.
1: no, he won't. They will not admit. They already have curtains in the thing. They use the curtains for concerts because of that sun issue. Uh, but he will not draw, you know, draw them. And I think it's probably because his wife views them as tacky. Um, but is it tackier to have, you know, some kick-ass sunshine? or literally not to have, you know, one of the best tight ends and one of the best wide receivers not be able to find the ball because they're getting blinded.
0: Or just put like a big Dallas star on them or Cowboys across them when you close
1: Something to eat it up. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you. Um, I was, you know, watching that game, the best offensive line in the NFL, supposedly. I think they were doing their job, and maybe Zeke just wasn't – I mean, he was a rookie but he had 20 carries for only 51 yards. He just
0: struggled to find a hole. Like the, Yes. The he looked
1: like he was running right into that line and dying. Yeah. He he
0: wasn't he wasn't he wasn't seeing the gaps, feeling the gaps. I mean, I think he's probably used to um in college where they were so much better. It was like I didn't have to hunt for gaps because there was a giant gap every time I hit the line. Um but yeah, I mean he'll he'll get better. I mean, it's not I don't think it's any you know cause for alarm. It's not like he's going to come out and roll out two bills in his first game, you know, against a Giants defense that just invested like 130 million into it and it showed. I think their defensive line did well, but Prescott, I think the secondary was very much playing the you're not going to get behind us. Right. Um and they were letting Prescott um you know, do those dunk and dink. And, you know, that's what the Cowboys were probably game planning. But, yeah, he was impressive. I mean, he's – I like—I I liked
1: him. I, I think the only problem that's going to keep him from succeeding is um, the fact that he's got Jason Garrett play calling for him. Yeah. You know, because they – you know, you saw it last year that when Romo went down, they had no faith in any of the quarterbacks they had. And you saw that, you know, what's his name? I guess it was Whedon actually could go down and win a game when he was playing for the Texans. But they, the Cowboys and Garrett himself just get so damn conservative that they don't, you know, force the ball to Dez. And, you know, I guarantee you, and it probably shows in his stats, that, you know, Stafford forced the ball to Megatron, even though he's double-covered. You know, Montana and Young forced the ball to Jerry Rice. Aikman forced the ball to Irvin because they're badass wide receivers. And their job is to beat that coverage. And if you give them a chance, they will. And it's just they get away from stuff. You know, I've seen this team so many times just say, oh, well, we can't do this. You know, we can't throw the ball deep, so let's not do it anymore. Well, then guess what? All of a sudden you can't run anymore either. It's just – it's frustratingly I'm not even a fan and it pisses me off because the Cowboys are so frustrating to watch well
0: I, I'll tell you to your receiver comment and all those examples that you showed or were like the the common thread is those all those receivers were like the best receivers in the league and yep. so of course you're going to force it to them and Dez right now is you know Antonio Brown you know he's up there you know he's top two or three like his just his physical attributes right like you don't need to put it on the money. I know they're 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 bringing a safety over, but just throw it up there. At some point, just throw it up there because he's bigger you than these guys. You have to go at the
1: double team. Yeah. You can't allow a defense to say, hey, if we double team Des, they will stop. Throw-. Then you've taken him out. And that's when you get a bunch of dink and dunk stuff, like you're saying, to Beasley and Whitney. Well,
0: you know, you know what that resulted in? They kicked a hell of a lot of field goals, and they didn't yep. score a lot of touchdowns. And that's the thing about – you know, about the NFL is, you know, you, we're going to give that up, but you're not going to get a big play. You're right. Des had one catch for eight yards. Um, That's unacceptable. Um, And you know, Rainy Moss is another name that comes to mind. You know, oh, yeah. in that scenario, but but I, I think the you know as a job,
1: and how many quarterbacks did he play for that somehow managed to find him? I mean, from well Cunningham to Brady to Palmer, you know, all those guys amazingly enough found him, and he was double covered. Yeah,
0: he was, but I I, I think the. The the Cowboys should be optimistic about Dak Prescott. That was just a bonehead yes. play. You know, at the end of the game, they, I mean, he was in the right position to there, and I was like furious because I was like, "How do you gone out of bounds?" Of course, I think Bailey's going to make this field goal. I think he's going to make every field goal that he attempts. Um, but I, I um, you know, I'm, I think the Giants could have done a better. You know, they, they, them giving up those dink and dunk almost lost them the game. Um, it had Terrence Williams made the right, right to move there. But, you know, I'm optimistic about the giants, the Cowboys, uh, you know, they, they, they lost one there. They probably shouldn't have, but there's no guarantees in the kick, but uh, they, they, there's a lot of op, there's a lot of things to be optimistic about that defense didn't look near as bad as I thought it was going to. In fact, it-
1: well, well we'll find out when the Redskins come in yes. because, you know, um, Cousins had, you know, 330 yards last week, but two interceptions, Deshaun Jackson, you know, Garcon, and, you know, I can't remember who they replaced Alfred Morris with, uh, but, I mean, he had a pretty damn good job running the ball, um, and, God, I I don't even know who it is, Matt Jones uh, out of Florida, so, he seemed to be, you know, having a pretty good game. So this will be the test for the Cowboys, I think. Um, you know, Eli is certainly a much better quarterback than um, than um,
0: uh, cousin. John, cousins. Cousins, cousins. yes.
1: Yeah. Thank you. But um, man, I, I'm I I just picked up cousins to start this week in our league uh, because I think that they'll end up shredding this defense. Well, I
0: think they will too. The thing that's going to get that 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 affected that was. The Giants offensive line is abysmal, and they you know mm-hmm. that if that doesn't get short up in a year there's you you got to put a lot of money into that,
1: yep all right well, my game is a big one at <laughs> noon, so that probably means it won't be shown up here. I'll have to go to a bar for it. The Chiefs are going to Houston oh, that's the uh, game. Houston favored by two and a half, but without uh Brian Cushing in the middle for like four to five weeks typical. I think he's a chode, um, you know. But having your quarterback, you know, he calls all the plays and all the alignments. And now we're going to a rookie back there. I still think that you know, with Joseph in the back, you know, in the secondary, obviously Watt and Will Fork. You know, I I, I'm not that concerned. I'm just kind of concerned because the Chiefs look, you know, they look terrible for the first half, and then. Jesus they just you know kicked a lot of ass yeah I think, uh I, I think that Ware kid thank god I picked him up uh Alex Smith you know had a great game and Ware had a great game so yeah
0: I, I think that the, that was this uh, a, a result of Kansas City just finally starting clicking uh because they're much better than San Diego San Diego's not a very good team Philip uh, Phillip Rivers is a very good quarterback though and they've you know Keenan Allen obviously went down that was a big deal but um yeah, they. I think Kansas City's good. I think it's going to be a tough game. I would probably pick Kansas City to win this game. Um, you know, I know Osweiler had a pretty decent game. I mean, uh, I, I don't know how much you know what what you can expect in reality, but you know, this will certainly be a test for him um, to see how he performs in this game. Because uh, who did Houston play uh, last week? We played the uh,
1: yes, yeah, so which. I mean that's not really a, ch- a challenge since you're playing Cutler, well, and, or the ghost of Cutler.
0: Yeah, but as we say, they're all good in the NFL. But Kansas City's a better team than Chicago, um, so it, it, it'll be a good test uh, for them. I'll be anxious to see how Osweiler does and Clowney. I think Clowney, man, when you see highlights of him, like like you just see like the potential of this dude. Like, oh, can, yeah. you can imagine him and Watt, like him healthy for like a full year and Watt have- healthy. I mean that's crazy.
1: No, i i i think i'm going to go with my texans here i think that they want some revenge from that playoff disaster last year yeah. uh so i'll take that we do have a couple of other big games uh another noon kickoff bengal's going to the steelers uh that's a huge game yeah. uh these guys as you know ended up <laughs> in swings and penalties to end the bengal's playoff run uh, and you know, I guess the kid. Um, oh God, what was his name? That like literally killed the entire Steelers offense, so they had nobody to play the following week against the Broncos. I believe. Yeah. Um, I think by by or whatever his name is. Yeah. Um, Something like that. Yeah. He's suspended, so he won't be there. But I think this would be a great game in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's favored by three and a half. I hate to say it, but watch. You know, watching them. Uh, I guess it. God. Do they play the Sunday night game? I don't remember. Yeah, they played Washington. Todd Haley. They, they beat
0: Washington. Okay.
1: So Todd Haley, as a head coach, is a joke. As an offensive coordinator, he he and Ben obviously feed off of each other, and I thought that the Steelers just looked amazing. I think the Bengals look good too. I just think this is going to come down line three and a half. I I think this is less than three points is going to be whoever wins this game. And I think it'll be the Steelers. I
0: think, you know, the NFL is tough because you know, anything over that on just about any game, unless it's like, you know, the Rams and Patriots in new England in January, um, you know, it, that's, that seems to be the case. I would probably take Pittsburgh here. I think Pittsburgh, you know, damn near a super bowl team. Conference championship yep. team. Um, I I could see them going. Uh, the um, yeah, I, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Steelers covering the spread here. I totally agree with you, Roethlisberger and Haley. Haley's really great as an offensive coordinator, great offensive mind. I'm a big believer in Mike Tomlin. Um, yep. You know they've they've turned over that defense and taken their lumps, but they've they finally got it coming back together. And you know Antonio Brown, you know Le'Veon Bell, you know he comes back and. He's
1: got three more games. Or actually, I think maybe it's gotten, gotten it's reduced to just three. I think it's three total. Yeah, so he's so got, two, got more two more to go. Two
0: more to go. So, you know, he, you know they get him back, you know, get the rust off. But D'Angelo it. Williams had a hell of a game. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He's just, it's, you know, you know how old he is. It's, it's you know, yeah. you never know. But I, I think, you know, you get by, the, by week five or six, you know, you get the rust off Bell. You know, everybody's healthy. You know, Antonio Brown's, you know, one of the best in the game. Um, so they, yeah, I, I think they're going to turn it on. I'm going to take them to win by a touchdown over Cincinnati. Um, they just, they're, they're clicking well. That's what, that was a great way to come out of the gate.
1: Saints come to New York. Um, uh, boy, the saints, uh, collapsed there against Oakland. Uh, Oakland had some great plays, uh, I think this is going to be. I think your Giants win this game because the Saints defense is not good, Um, and the money you know looked like it worked last week. Now, granted, Drew is certainly not a rookie quarterback, Um, so I'll be curious to see what I'll I'll be curious to see the highlights because I won't watch this. But uh, I think the Giants win at home. They
0: should. I think we'll get you know the the getting good pressure on Breeze is going to be critical um you know that's what they put the money into rushing the passer but you know if he gets time I, i'm concerned about um you know he's a great quarterback making making big plays finding you know finding receivers uh you know they, they got to get pressure on him because they give him time to look out i agree with you they should eli should have a better game they need to better game plan around the deficiencies in that offensive line um you know more quick strikes uh Running the ball, uh, they they had some success late. That that was the thing. Cowboys just couldn't stop them running the ball.
1: Shocking. Yeah, that, right. that, but you can just copy and paste that every, for the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, the other game, which I'm kind of surprised, but I've seen some people really focusing on this. The Bucks going to the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals are a much better team. You know, they still managed to lose at home uh, to the Patriots without Brady, but. And I think they lost somebody in the secondary too, which isn't good for them. But uh, I, you know, the Bucks are still the Bucks. I know they started off hot. Jameis is looking really good. He, you know, connected with Mike Evans yeah. uh, for almost a hundred yards. So I can't fault it. It's just I, I still think they're a young team, and I think the Cardinals are gonna lick their wounds and pop them here. Yeah, I, I think you're catching. Are telling me I'm wrong.
0: Nobody hates that Arizona lost that game like that more than the than the uh Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now. I agree with you. I think they're going to exact a little bit of revenge. Um, you know, Winston is great. I think this is an up and coming team. Uh, they need to shore some things up on defense, but you know, it's a process with an org- uh, you know, a team like that, an organization like that, but they're doing well. Mike Evans is a great receiver. Uh Winston played really well. The um I'm going to yeah, I'm going to take court. What's the line here? Got to be Cardinals. 7. Oh.
1: Cardinals best 7.
0: Okay. I don't know if I'd do that. Maybe so, I, I would. I
1: I feel uh comfortable enough doing that. I think their offense is just, you know, hands down better. They should have I a field games.
0: day with Larry Fitzgerald and I think hey,
1: sure. that looks good for the uh, Barbarpoons. Uh and then the Sunday night game looked really good until probably let's see, 2 weeks ago. Packers going to the Vikings to open up their new, you know, bird killing sanctuary made of glass. Um, Sam Bradford gets the start, from what I've heard. I, I don't know if they've declared it yet, but I think everybody's expecting that. Um, Green Bay is favored, you know, by two and a half. Green Bay, I thought looked very Green Bay-ish last week uh, against a good, you know, Jags team, which I can't believe I said that. Um, I, I think that, uh, you know, I, I want to say Minnesota had a horrible week, like AP didn't even get over 50 yards. Uh, I don't think he even got thirty eight close. Uh, 38 yeah. Yards or
0: something.
1: So, um, again, I think that this is Packers are going to say, we will put, you know, nine in the box if we have to, and then we'll make Sam Bradford beat us. Well, and that's yeah, that's really it. the Monday night game. I couldn't give a shit. about.
0: That's what I would do, too. I think they will do that. I just you know that, that the not only Teddy Bridgewater not playing the disruption in that team, the ripple disruption, um, you know, uh, around that is is a really big deal. I don't. Green Bay is really good. I I, yeah. I don't think. I don't see how Minnesota wins this game, but you know, it is the NFL, but I'm with you. I'd put, you know, I'll put two or three guys back in the secondary and say, I've seen you on tape enough over the last few <laughs> years to know that you're probably not going to last the rest of the game. Cause you're going to an ACL. Uh,
1: the but, only thing that scares me about this is the fact that, I mean, it's not like they can deconstruct the stadium that they just built, but you know, a stadium opening win, Seems to be kind of in the NFL script, uh, so you know it. It's, it wouldn't surprise me, but then again, maybe I'm getting a little bit too much of uh, Patrick Ewing frozen card and the you know right. Right in the basket you know conspiracy going. But uh, no, I don't think this should be close at all. I, I think I like the Packers, especially after last year. I think they lost to the Vikings. Uh, they may have lost them twice. But the Packers were so beat up in a different team last yeah. year, it's not fun. That's true.
0: Well, and, you know, keep in mind, Minnesota still does have a great, you know, Teddy tell you Bridgewater does not play defense.
1: Uh, Zimmer is amazing, yeah, and so defense they, is good. He,
0: they, but, they could give, you know, Aaron Rodgers some fits, but I think at the end of the day, if you're not scoring, you're not winning.
1: Well, I'll say this much, is that Aaron Rodgers is one hell of a good quarterback. Yeah. And having Jordy Nelson back – Having Randall Eddie Cobb. not be fat. Uh, yes. Andy, Randall, Cobb. Yeah, Eddie
0: Lacey looks good.
1: You know? So I, I think that's where Zimmer can scheme all he wants. And he's puts, he's got a lot of good players. I just think at the end of the day, it's Aaron Rodgers, and, uh, I'll take that. And, you know, if you're going to give me, if you're going to say that the lines two and a half, I will gladly take the, uh, line, you know, right there. And I'll give you the two and a half points. Absolutely. All right, well, that's it for uh, week two football action. So uh, thank you for listening, as always. Tune in next week, and uh, we'll talk to you then. Peace out. post-game show is brought to you by... Christ, I can't find it. The hell with it